You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Good morning, Bucknutters. It is Thursday, March 4th. 2021. I am Dan Rubin. This is the Bucknuts Morning Five and Change. It's Thursday. That means Steve Wolfong. Steve, how goes it? Daniel, good morning. The sun is shining. It's a beautiful day in Indianapolis area. We are sending this great weather down I-70 through Dayton all the way to Columbus. It's been a pleasure to have the sun out for at least two days in a row. We're making a run here towards spring, and it is very enjoyable. In fact, we have info on the spring game that is up now. You want to check that out. We will be all over that. But first, we're going to talk a little bit about cornerback recruiting today, something Ohio State does very, very well. As you well know, the last four out-of-state corners to start for Ohio State and the secondary have been drafted in the first round. Sean Wade will be the fifth, unlikely to go in the first, but you get the deal there. In fact, they've had three in-state guys go in the first round at corner in that time. So it's obviously not the most difficult position for them to recruit. They already have two studs in the class of 2022 in the fold. Florida's Jaheim Singletary and Jair Brown, the Louisianan by way of suburban Cincinnati. There have been a couple newsworthy items out there. Let's take these two guys in order. First, Ryan Turner, a Floridian, Shamanon Madonna Prep, has an offer from Ohio State, has an offer from Clemson. He's not the most heralded dude. Why is it that he doesn't have an Alabama offer? Do you think he's Ohio State caliber? Bring us up to speed on Ryan Turner. Well, Ohio State thinks he's Ohio State caliber, and they don't care. They don't get caught up in anything but their own evaluations, and I'm sure it's thorough. And and here's a guy that picks up a recent offer from the Buckeyes and Bill with the story this week about things heating up. No surprise there with, with Ohio State's track record there. I saw this young man compete uh, at the Battle uh, Miami event in, in South Florida in January and thought he held up well there. South Florida Express was rotating a lot of DBs, so just saw him in spots. Uh, down there uh, at that event, but thought that, that uh, you know, he was good. And, and he was a guy that was, you know, he's a guy that we uh, at that event um, had um, had in consideration for top performers and, and made our top performers article for, for his, for his performance uh, at, at that event. You know, I thought he was a lockdown player from what we saw, but, but like I said, they, they were rotating a lot of guys. So, uh, he wasn't able to make the first team at the event. So the live evaluation from our eyes was, was pretty good and uh, has a solid track time from freshman year so he can run. And uh, um, the film's pretty good. How would you compare him to the two guys they already have in the mix? Well, I think he's a guy that's going to come in and, and not be intimidated by the stage of Ohio State or Clemson and, and schools of that magnitude. He's a confident kid. Uh, um, that Again, I mean, Ohio State, they know what their standard is at that position. Yep. And, and, and there's guys that have offers from Ohio state early on that maybe aren't getting pushed for as much as, as some other guys. And 
So, so they they recruit to a certain standard in each position room. And if Ryan Turner's a guy they're pushing for, that's a guy that they think fits that standard. It was very interesting yesterday that Austin Jordan came out with a top three, Ohio State, Oklahoma, and Texas. However, crystal balls flowed towards Norman, and there's a good reason for that, which you're going to tell us. Well, I just think out of his three finalists, Oklahoma's the program pushing the hardest for the top two, four, seven cornerback. These are three schools recruiting at a a high level. All three are in the top 10 of the 24-7 sports composite team rankings early on. And, and he, Oklahoma had success at Denton Ryan last year. And, and I like where they stand with Austin Jordan right now. And I think Ohio State and Texas are pushing hard for some other guys. Very hard for other players. So you can read into that what you want. In terms of cornerback recruiting, it does seem like Ohio State and, and Clemson and Alabama have separated themselves from the pack. Do you think that's a result of the fact that, you know, wide receiver and stacking that room has kind of become the calling card for these elite teams? Are we now seeing kind of the response to that with all these elite programs, the top three, especially trying to load up on corners? Well, uh, Ohio State, Clemson, and Alabama certainly are, have been dominating the recruiting rankings, especially when you look at average ranking per commit, which shows you pound for pound what your roster looks like. But I think that we're not giving enough credit to the player development and the scheming and, and, and the things that uh, those programs do to hold off hold off other good coaches and teams in their league. And so um, I, I think you look at Ohio State's strength program, I think you would put that in the top five in college football. Ryan Day, he's a top three offensive mind in college football, right? Larry Johnson, arguably the best defensive line coach in college football. Hell, Kevin Wilson's one of the best offensive lines in college football. So you got him and Ryan Day working together in the same room. You know, I think that these coaching staffs that Alabama, Ohio State, and Clemson have are pretty electric. You know, you don't have to – those guys get a lot of headlines, rightfully so. I mean, Brent Venables and Tony Elliott are household names as coordinators. I mean, that's that's rare. Uh, um, and, and then obviously you got Nick Saban. He's you know the the greatest coach of our lives. So so I, I think you know recruiting is a big part of what they do. But then it's what they do with those guys once they get them in their cultures from a player development standpoint, and then scheming them into positions to be successful. It's definitely working. We're going to take a quick break, come back, get into more Cruton. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, we are back. One name that had popped up on the crystal ball, but now it seems is headed elsewhere, is Kojo Antwi, a wide receiver out of Georgia. He seemed like a priority early on, and now it looks like he's going to catch on somewhere else. Well, he was a priority for Ohio State. They loved him at the position. He is one of the guys that... Uh, seem to meet the standard that they were push, pushing for at that position. Ohio State's got a couple outstanding receivers in the fold right now, Caleb Burton and Kion Grays. That's a duo that would go toe-to-toe with just about what anybody's going to recruit at the position this cycle already. 
But uh, Kojo, I got the sense even when I was with him a couple weeks ago in Myrtle Beach, um, uh, Georgia and Texas A&M were at the forefront of his recruitment. He even put on an Ohio State shirt later in the day. Uh, he likes the Buckeyes, has a great relationship with Brian Hartline. I just think that they're a little bit behind. And he obviously said that earlier this week in an interview. But if you go back to the, the thread of live updates from the Myrtle Beach event I put in there, uh, Texas A&M and Georgia seem to be in the best spot. Um, I kind of like A&M there right now. He's got um, he's got family in the Houston area, uh, but Georgia's pushing extremely hard to keep him in state. He's got a lot of connections with guys in their recruiting class. Mark Porter has been doing an incredible series for us, scouting the state of Ohio for Ohio State caliber prospects. One of the biggest differences since Urban Meyer took over and now Ryan Day is at the helm is that Ohio State's recruiting has taken on a much more national feel. That has never been more evident than with the recruitment of Drew Aller, a quarterback out of Medina. We've talked about this, that if Jim Trussell was the head coach, he'd likely be a current Buckeye commit. However, Jim Trestle is not the head coach, and Ryan Day bagged the number one player in the country in Quinn Ewers. But Drew Aller, just curious what you think of him, and I saw you put in a crystal ball, which is kind of why I'm asking. Yeah, so we we really like Drew Aller. Uh, he's a guy that had a terrific junior season and showed a lot of growth uh, um, from sophomore to junior year. Um, but, I mean, he's capable of playing – you know, quarterback for anybody at a championship level, uh, in my opinion, coming in, big arm, can make throws on the move. Uh, um, just a, a multi-sport kid, good basketball player. Medina is a really good basketball program, don't they? Uh, They're very, yep. And, All sports are pretty good. Yeah, big high school. Yeah, he was uh, he was a floater on their varsity as a sophomore um, for them. Uh, for varsity basketball and and so six five two twenty big kid big strong kid that can make all the throws that's super competitive um uh there's a lot to like we recently bumped him into our top 100 we hadn't done a 2022 update since last october he's a guy that would have trended up sooner um i like penn state for him uh mike yersich y'all know him well probably had drew aller on his radar from his ohio state days but it was a relationship that carried over when he was at Texas. And then he was kind of the one that started the wave of big offers. You know, Drew Aller's got close to 25 offers right now. Um, Penn State was the first program that's been in the in the hunt for, for trophies that matter to offer him. And uh, um, I, I think that that's put them in the driver's seat to land him. And look, recruiting's, James Franklin's even said it best, you know, recruiting's not about who you don't get. It's about who you get and what you do with them. So, you know, he's not going to play at Ohio state. He's, he's going to play elsewhere. Ohio state got a good one and that room's loaded for the Buckeyes. What are they going to do with them? Meanwhile, I like Penn state for drew Aller and he's a guy that could come in and potentially give the Buckeyes hell for a few years. Mike Yersich's picture is on the wall at Euclid High School in Cleveland. Medina High School is just a little bit south of Cleveland, so you see the relationship's going to get off to a homeboy start there. We appreciate Steve stopping by. Have a good one, Bucknutters. Take care, y'all. See you on the front row. You can now relive the best moments of the UEFA Champions League 24-7. 
The UEFA Champions League channel is a new 24-hour streaming channel serving non-stop goals, highlights, and full match replays from the world's most prestigious club competition. Reminisce on your favorite moments, legendary players, and brilliant goals with the UEFA Champions League channel streaming around the clock on Pluto TV and the CBS Sports app.